Is This a Ghost is somehow still sponsored by Pickney Pan Distillery, <laughs> even though we keep doing these ads. Um, and that's great. I, they, are, they are very kind people mm-hmm. and very patient people and very busy people who don't have time to listen to podcasts yeah. and the ads that they give us whiskey for. All of the time and energy and love and care that they do not put into checking up on us, <laughs> they put straight into the product. That's what and I I've tell learned. you, friends, it is a lot. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. Uh, and they do such an amazing job. So please, if you haven't yet checked it, checked out their website, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Yeah. Is this your first time in the podcast? Like you have your phone in your hand right now. Yeah. You could be doing Put this. us on pause. Delete this podcast. <laughs> Cancel your subscription. <laughs> take down your rating and go to picknyben.com, P-I-N-C-K-N-E-Y-B-E-N-D.com and check out all the things that they have so many medals for so many different spirits. Like they're not messing around. They really do it right. And, uh, and we love them and we're grateful for them. And we continue to hope that they never listen to an episode of this podcast, <laughs> except maybe this one, this one, this one is very fun. I was super I nice the whole time. So, yeah, but so I far so good for all yeah, of us, but I haven't started drinking yet. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay. All right. You know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to end this now before that kicks in for Patrick. So thank you. Pinky and Band. one more thing. No, listen, and, and, uh, this is it for the ad. Bye everybody. <laughs> Why do you look so oh, terrible? <laughs> I, t- I, t- I tore a muscle in my back Saturday. Um, so like, I threw out my back on Wednesday. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah. So um, there's like a half dozen positions that I physically cannot be in. Yeah. Um, and I keep finding new ones every day. Well, stop. <laughs> Just stop trying new things. Just do the one that looks like an, a seven. Yeah. That was where I was on Thursday. Like, I really couldn't. I, <laughs> so here's a fun story. I'll give you the, the short version. Mm-hmm. So I've lately, I've recently tried, uh, I've been playing around with gummies as an alternative to drinking. Just, you know, just. Oh, yeah. Because I don't have any experience with this stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I have some gummies. I've been doing, I've been cutting them in half and doing five milligrams. Right. And it's been like, you know, nice. it's, you know, a little, mm-hmm. little buzz and great. Yeah. I threw my back out Wednesday. Thursday morning, I wake up and I cannot move. Like mm-hmm. I cannot stand up straight. I look like a seven. Mm-hmm. And Aaron says, "Hey, why don't you take a gummy? Because we're supposed to drive to." Oh, this is Thursday. Sorry, threw it out Wednesday. This yeah. is Thursday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're supposed to drive to St. Louis on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Aaron's like, "Well, why don't you take a gummy and see if that helps, and then we can maybe still drive." And I said, "Well, yeah, I mean, I'll try a whole one this time." <laughs> because <laughs> because half a gummy was like I feel a little bit, but not much. Yeah, that's like, I was like well. Yeah, it's like one beer versus two beers, right? Yeah. Like one beer yeah, feels okay. Two beers are going to feel you, two I, times better. I, did, I thought maybe that was the same. Yeah. It's not the same. <laughs> and I took a whole gummy and I started hallucinating like fucking crazy. Some really insane shit. And I told Aaron at one point, like as soon as it started, yeah. I saw Maple's leg break. She was dancing and it looked like it was like her legs were breaking as she yeah. danced. And I lost my mind and I started screaming <laughs> and Mabel was like, what's wrong? And I said, where's go get your mom. <laughs> and I said, Aaron, I can't parent right now. And I went and I laid down in bed for three hours and just hallucinated mm-hmm. the most horrific shit mm-hmm. for three hours. Mm-hmm. 
and it didn't help my back. Ah, oh, see, that's a shame. It'd be nice if it was like, and then my and then my back was completely cured. <laughs> it was a real. It was a time. Um, so, do you? I don't know. Do you have any gummies? Uh, I think Amy has some upstairs, but I, you know, after that little sales pitch right there, I don't think I'm in the market anymore. It's weird. Oh, it's funny though. Like you said, you, 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 your body was stuck in a seven. Seven is the only position my body may not go into. Like I need to be either standing straight up or I need to have like my feet like tucked under my butt kind of, that's it. (laughs) But if, if my, if my, if my legs are extended, I need to be like completely rigid. Straight up and down. I cannot bend backwards, bend forwards, nothing. I need to be straight up and down. So sitting is a cool challenge for you. Yeah. So um, also laying down. Because like, like laying down, all it takes is just like shifting over one way and one of your one of your legs like moves a little bit and it feels like someone just drove a knife into your back at two in the morning. Yeah. So. <sighs> That's cool. Pretty exciting. I don't have a drink. Let me go find, let me go fix that. <laughs> that is shocking <laughs> based on what you've just told me. I have one... I have one it's a very slim can. <laughs> I have one one lady finger, and that is it. That well, is it. so it's going to need to be a short show tonight, I think. Hard tonight, because <clears throat> I poured an especially tall glass of this Manhattan just oh for the gosh. occasion. Goodness gracious! But I also have this tall glass of water. <laughs> drink responsibly in your basements, kids. <sighs> Don't forget to bring a space heater down too when you drink irresponsibly in your basement. It's cold know, in here. It's cold here too. Jeez. This basement is. I think I said this before. It's not very deep. It's not the footings are not dug very deep, mm. and so yeah, it's it's more out of the ground than it is in the ground. So it's like not there's no natural insulation here yeah. at all. <laughs> so in the summer it's hot, and in the winter it's freezing. I've never had a basement like that before. <laughs> it's a new excitement. Well, it saved the builders about two hundred dollars when they built the house. To stop. Well, in 1920s that yeah. was like two two million dollars. <laughs> Is a big number. But yeah, basically, <sighs> back in the 1920s, they basically dug until everyone was too drunk to dig. And then that was just <laughs> how deep your house was. So This one looks good. Yeah. I don't know. It looks good. It's good. If I if I dig any deeper, I can't get back out. So Listen, if we keep going down, we might hit the center of the earth. We have to stop. We have to start digging up. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Anything else good going on? No, that's so, all the good stuff in my okay. life right there. <laughs> just that. Well, let's just get started with the podcast, I guess. Excellent. Oh, wait. No, hang on. I forgot. I totally forgot. Uh, glorious school flooded this morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> over the weekend. Um, so it's just been standing there. Yeah. Water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maintenance guy showed up at five this morning and immediately called everybody in the, in the district and was like, hey, the school is currently in, in water. It's in the water right now. Oh, wait. What kind of water? Uh, fresh water, but okay. Fresh water has been running for thirty six hours. That's not good. It could be worse, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so hmm. Gloria did not have school today. Does not have school tomorrow. But tomorrow, oh, that's fun. Yeah, for you. But tomorrow, I get to go over there and help move furniture for two hours, so that all the teachers' classrooms can get moved. All these maintenance <laughs> things at the school. I don't. You just. You just. Got, you. You can say no. You will see. You will see. I, you will see. <laughs> oh God, I don't say that. I don't want to ever see. You will see. I don't ever want to be in a position where I'm throwing a tree branch into a truck and I get a dead squirrel in my face <laughs> or a dead bird or whatever it was. No, thank you. Oh. Um. Well, that's cool. Is she? I'm, she's probably loving that. Yeah. She. Yeah. Well, she went to school with Amy today and helped uh, oh. with Amy's classes. Which, which? Which? What does Amy? What grade does Amy teach? Uh, she uh, today she was teaching at middle school. 
So seventh and eighth graders. Okay, so um, is Gloria like instructing she, them all on? She was actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. She She's is an evil genius. Yeah, it is. It's weird having a kid who's a genius when you're not a genius. <laughs> because, yeah, speak on that. Yeah, because you always, you always sort of feel like you're being tricked. <laughs> you know, like we're playing Monopoly, and she was like, "Boy, you sure buying a lot of properties?" And I was like, "Yeah, I, yeah." So should, should just, I? Not, just seems interesting. Would, seems interesting that you're doing that. Yeah, <laughs> just seems interesting. Boy. That's what you're doing on your first time around the board. Anyway. I'll go back She's to playing eat. Monopoly, and you're playing tic-tac-toe, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to make you feel good as a grown adult. Yeah, I mean, like, your whole your whole job as a parent is to make the world better, you know? Mm-hmm. And and you, it's like, oh, I'll I'll do that by making, you know, children that are smarter than me and, and whatnot. I'm a little afraid that I <laughs> that I have maybe done something bad to the world by unleashing glory on it, but <laughs> that's for... Well, she is smarter than you, so that you you did it. Yeah. Yeah, you, exactly. Yeah, no one was no bar. one was specific about any other parts. That's of it. That's right. You got to be one thing that genie stories have always taught us is you got to be real specific about um, <laughs> what exactly it is that you want. And you were not. You made a real. You fucked up. Uh, well, I'll put it on the list. How's that, Ladyfinger? Not great. It doesn't look good. What is, it's tr- it, it's a spark. It's a seltzer. It's a mango lemonade hard seltzer. It's it's the sort of thing that you Boy. would drink. Like with a cigarette hanging in one hand, sitting in a in a children's pool while your kids ask if they can play in the pool, and you tell them no, you cannot play in the pool. <laughs> uh huh. That's yeah. that's what this You're is painting for. a visual that I that resonates with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. So instead, I am sitting alone in a cold basement drinking it by myself, which just you've seems, made it somehow worse. Yeah, it seems it just seems gross doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hmm. well, you want to do the podcast? I'd love to. Um. Hey, Pat. How how was your Christmas? It isn't. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> My Christmas was either great or not great. It what was did you one get of the two. For Christmas? I got either things or maybe I didn't get things. <laughs> it's so weird doing this a month in advance because I was listening. I was editing the, um, the Caffle, Caffle, the Castle Wolf's Egg mm-hmm. uh, episode today. And we were talking about in that episode, like whether or not it was going to be Thanksgiving yet. And it comes mm. out this week, which is after that. It's so it's it's like a time. It's like we're building an audio time capsule of our confusion <laughs> every week. It's like it's the really worst. Au- it's like the worst time. Like it's a time capsule, but we can only wait like three weeks for opening the fucking thing back up. Like let's see right. what we were doing three weeks ago. <laughs> right. Oh my god, look at this headline from three weeks ago. We made a Doctor Oz joke in that one. That's going to oh. come out this week as we record, which is. Again, um, I think November 30th. <laughs> yeah. Again, not um, our fault. That's pat- that time has passed. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, so vindi- I, vindicated, which is nice. But yeah, that is all nice. The same, that's true. Not I, would have, I would have cut it out of the edit um, <laughs> otherwise, but <laughs> I did leave it in just to show that um, we have our finger on the pulse mm-hmm. of the real American. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is, it's, uh, it's, it's always, it's always, it's always weird. <laughs> Uh, so Christmas is good. I hope that's true. I hope that's true for future, for future past you. Mm-hmm. I hope future past Patrick had a mm-hmm. great Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure which ghost that is in Christmas Carol, but that's probably <laughs> it's the drunk one. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, probably. He didn't it. make the final edit on that story, but he he was in the rough draft for sure. <laughs> yeah, there was like I don't understand what's going on with this fourth ghost. I don't really either. Just cut him. It's fine. None of us know. So uh, let's just let's just leave it behind. 
Uh, okay. So today, hey, have you, so you have a brother-in-law who's in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I, I asked you the other night where in Florida you mm-hmm. said not Key West. Yeah. Orlando-ish. Ever, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's Mouse Town. Mm-hmm. It's true. House of Mouse right there. But house there's a whole mouse. House of Mouse. So he's a lucky guy. Does he go to Disney World ever? Everyone goes. Everyone does, down there does. But is I'll, it like the Six Flags? If of or, like, if you live in Orlando, is it like Six Flags to you? I I guess so. Except that like there's a lot of people there, unfortunately. So <laughs> yeah, that's a drag. Yeah, it'd be like whenever Six Flags was crowded and you never wanted to go because it was so mm-hmm. fucking crowded. That's what yeah. it's like now. So maybe in like 25 years, maybe maybe people want to go to Disney World <laughs> when it's wiped maybe. into the face of the ocean. Yeah. Then uh, people will <laughs> go less, and then he'll love it. <laughs> Well, you've been down to Florida a lot to visit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have you been to Key West? And I asked that uh, with a caveat that I do not know where Key West is. <laughs> is I it, assume West. Key West is the one that got wiped off by the wiped out by the hurricane, right? Which hurricane? The one like a couple weeks ago. If that is true, and it's gone, this is going to be a very <laughs> challenging episode <laughs> to get through. I guess I'm going to Google the news real quick. Mm-hmm. One week ago, the Daily Beast published a story that the with the headline, first time in the Florida Keys, here's what you need to know. Now, one of the things might be Key West doesn't exist anymore. But since I didn't lead with that, I'm going to guess. Oh, wait, here's one. Six days ago, more than 180 people rescued from overloaded vessel in Florida Keys. So it is possible. Fair enough. I don't, so I don't know the answer to your question. It's fine. It's fine. I, I mean, I think pretty much everything down there even if it gets hit by like a category 15 hurricane dead on, it's like an inconvenient 12 hours for them. And then they've like set all the command chairs back up and, you know, yeah, I got to imagine you don't, you don't set up shop at a place like that. If you're not ready to deal with some hurricane damage. Yeah, I think so. I think when we were in, when we went down to Tampa or Miami or something like that, we got up, we were at the pool bar mm-hmm. and I think you were there. And, I uh, was- if there was a pool and a bar, I was there. there. Yeah. So we were hanging out at the pool bar, middle of the afternoon, and all of a sudden a little storm came up, mm-hmm. and uh, just picked up the canopy that like was oh, yeah. covering the pool bar, and blew it all the way across the pool, like mm-hmm. over the fence, whatever, and as soon as it happened, the bartender just slowly put his glass down, and just started meandering over to it, calmly picked up the, the paper light uh, canopy, walked all the way back, set it back in place, and went back to to, to drawing the same cup again, like... He had done this before. Yeah, that's, that's the two o'clock. Everything gets blown off the bar. So yeah, okay, that's pretty much all of Florida. Well, and also it doesn't really matter because this is about past ghosts. And really, if Key West, I mean, I, I hate to say this, I hate to be the voice of reason here, but if <laughs> if a hurricane wiped Key West off the map, mm-hmm. that only means there's potentially more ghosts. That's true. I mean, it's kind of good for the podcast it's a little good for business so it's it's an uncomfortable position for us but kind of a beneficial one so so i take it you've never been there uh no i have not okay well if you had been to key west you probably would have uh noticed a bar there mm-hmm. that is called captain tony's saloon okay now this was this is a bar that at one point was owned by a man named captain tony it would stand to reason sure it is not currently owned by Captain Tony, even though it's still called Captain Tony Saloon. Mm-hmm. And for a long time before Captain Tony, it was not owned by Captain Tony. Um, but we're going to call it. So we're going to call this bar Captain Tony Saloon um, for this whole episode. That's just because it's 
going to be easy. And it's like, I'm I'm willing to bet out of all the names it's ever had, that's the coolest one. That's it's a very good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's a weird place. I mean, it's Florida. Like, is it <laughs> is it weird or is it Florida weird? It is. Well, I, that's a good question. I think it's it's definitely weird. It might be Florida weird, or it might be Florida baseline. <laughs> okay, so here here are some things about Captain Tony's Saloon. There's a huge tree in the middle of the bar that grows out of the floor and up uh, into the roof. Okay. And not like they planted a tree. It was like they built it. It's a huge tree, which we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. It's a big fucking tree. Mm-hmm. Big grown-up adult tree. Mm-hmm. The other weird, like the, the other big strange thing about Captain Tony's is that it is super haunted. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, yeah, you're, you're definitely leading with the with the best information. Like, lots of places are built around a tree, but not all sure. of them are really fucking haunted. That's right. And very few of them have both of those going for them. It's fair. So Captain Tony's is real special. Mm. It is the oldest saloon in Florida history. Mm. Okay. Again, not as Captain Tony specifically, but um, uh, again, for ease of, ease of identification, we're just going to call it Tony's. Mm-hmm. So let's go way back to the year 1852. Oh. <gasps> Okay. I know. <laughs> it's fucking, it's, we always go back to 1852. There is an enterprising gentleman in Florida. Hello. There's a hello. There's a person behind the you. Peep. There's a ghost. Oh my god. Oh. There's a ghost. Oh my gosh. It's a ghost. There's a ghost. He's dressed like Liv Tyler for some reason. That's great news. <laughs> Empire that's... Records, Liv Tyler mm-hmm. in particular. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's a deep it's, cut. That's the look. Is it? I have no idea. I guess. <laughs> I'm wearing my work clothes with the hoodie on top of them right now, so I don't really think I get a whole lot of say in the fashion sense right now. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I teach uh, students who are majoring in fashion, and I wear like a waffle shirt and jeans every day to class. <laughs> and uh, it's they they I think I think they're wise to me. I think they I think they understand now that I don't understand fashion. Hmm. Okay, so the year is 1852. There is a a gentleman, some enterprising gentleman, who decides to build a tavern at 428 Green Street. Now, this time it's not called Captain Tony Saloon, right. again, to be clear. Um, but it's a tavern. But this is, so, as, as best I can tell, this building is, it is a tavern, but it's also something else. So, it's it feels very much like a speakeasy. Uh, okay. Obviously, long before Prohibition, but um, it was kind of like a secret parlor place. Like, if you knew you could go there and get a drink, then you were allowed to come in and get a drink. Uh, Okay. Okay, yeah. So, like, drinking was probably the legalist thing that happened in this place. It's sort of what it sounds like to me. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) I'm going to talk, and I'll tell you what the other half of this place was in a second. Um, It's not what you think. (laughs) So there, so someone set up shop here at, at 428 Green Street, and they did serve alcohol, and they served um, companionship as well. Mm, which I okay, think is, is I, what you were probably thinking again. Of. Okay, I'm 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 half right so far. Let's see so if far, the other half so is right. Yep. And a lot of captains, uh, ship captains, hang out there. It was a popular spot for both naval officers and honest to goodness pirates. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which, it feels I don't know like some really good meat cute from like a <laughs> I don't know, like a Robert Rodriguez movie or something. That seems like like a weird relationship. Like 
that's not one of those, you know, we're competitors on the clock, but, you know, off the clock, we all get along. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, like, that seems like pretty much, you know. Although in Pirates of the Caribbean, that one naval officer did come to work with uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, didn't he? Uh, Probably, yeah. Yeah. Second or third or fifth or eighth. Even so, I mean, in real life, I mean, you you know, when, when you're on the clock, you're shooting cannons back and forth at each other in the middle of the ocean trying to give each other gangrene. If you're coming ashore, probably a lot of that comes How with. Give someone gangrene? Like, you know, cutting them open at sea with, you know, dirty stuff. Oh, right. Okay. Everything's dirty out there. Like, there's sure. no, there's, everything's <laughs> That's dirty. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just an ocean full of sepsis. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So that is a weird relationship, which I, I would love to learn more about that, but we don't have time for that because this is about ghosts. <laughs> but the main, so the main business of the building was it was an ice house in florida and wow in florida yeah which mm. you would not expect the idea here was that they were kind of this midpoint between the caribbean and the uh, the great white north and so um they would get the ice would ice would be cut from the great lakes mm-hmm and put on boats, I assume, and then mm-hmm. ship down to Florida. And then at Florida, uh, then at this place, at former, whatever the version of Captain Tony Sloon was, yeah. they would take the ice and uh, store it there in, I don't know, in an ice house. Sure. Yeah. 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 Or in a cellar yeah. or something oh, like that. And they would ship bananas up. So that was, that was their, that was their make good. So they shipped bananas up to the Great Lakes and the Great Lakes shipped ice down to Florida. Interesting. And that's, that, that's gotta be weird because like usually for ice houses, the way they work is you dig like a pit in the ground, you know, see so like the natural, you know, yeah. um, uh, uh, do you, you know. think that happens in Florida? So you don't dig anywhere and like you, you take a pencil and shove it all the way into the ground and it comes up wet. So I don't really know like where they're doing all this sort of stuff, but. Anyway, more power know. to him. More power to him. I don't know, but it is true. So I, I feel like you're questioning it, and that doesn't make me feel good because of the amount of research I do here is painstaking and deep. And um, I just wish you would trust me for once. Well, I only have half of a lady finger drink yet, so I should probably, uh, <laughs> I should probably allow you to go on. Uh, okay, so that's how that works. So that I whatever by whatever mechanism they had a nice house there, mm-hmm. I do not know. But um, this was obviously it was. Refrigeration existed mm-hmm. around this time, but it wasn't it wasn't prolific yet. Yeah, it was like a steam engine refrigerator, yeah, which didn't really right. like. It's not that's not many housewives <laughs> were like Let's do that. Let's go throw so, coal into the refrigerator. Mm, okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> so this place was a bar and an ice house, and because it was an ice house, it uh, it kind of made sense to store bodies there. Because mm. in Florida, as you can mm-hmm. imagine, there were not a whole lot of places to keep bodies preserved. Sure, yeah. And so the local constabulary, mm-hmm. or what is Con- that? Cons- Con- I was going to let you go with that one, but you you gave me a funny look, so I got to ask. It's like constables, but constabulary. That's a that's a I think it's a British term. Yeah. Do they pronounce it like that too? Or I can't imagine. I, I don't think, think so. so. <laughs> <laughs> um, the local uh, officials. Decided they would all they would use this place for uh, for the city morgue. So it was a bar hmm. slash brothel slash ice house slash morgue. <laughs> I mean, imagine the guy coming to buy the ice. Like, oh, I, I want I want to buy a thousand pounds of ice. And like, oh, sure, it's downstairs. Let me let me move some stuff out of the way for a second. You you wait here. You wait here. I'm gonna go move some stuff out of the way. For don't us. come. Don't 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 come down. Don't come down. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, There's a yeah. finger in this ice yeah, again. The, the ice was oh. great, but it smelled a little formaldehyde this time. Is this <laughs> something we can do about this in the future? Uh, no, there's not. So this went on for a long time. <laughs> and uh, so we're, we're, we're obviously eventually going to get to the ghosts. And when we do, I just want you to keep this in mind because the morgue aspect of this is going to, I think, weigh pretty heavily on what later <laughs> happens at Captain Tony's. Um, so this was a situation and it was super weird mm -hmm. and, uh, it, it somehow got worse in 1865. There was a huge hurricane that hit the keys. Mm -hmm. There were a ton of casualties. Um, and so Tony's had been kind of operating as like a, like an auxiliary morgue at that point. Yeah. But there were sure over. Yeah. You know, did you, by the speaking of, I recently listened to, um, gosh, I don't remember what podcast it was. Uh, oh, it was um, Cautionary Tales, which is one of my favorite podcasts besides mm -hmm. ours, of course. And it was about in, I don't know, like 15 years ago or so, or 15, 20 years ago, Chicago had this huge heat wave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was about all these people dying in Chicago mm -hmm. and the ways that they had to keep their bodies mm -hmm. on ice and stuff. It's, mm -hmm. it's wild. I didn't know any of that history. Yeah. They had to bring all, uh, the, all the refrigeration trucks in. I mean, there, I don't know how many thousands of people died in the Chicago heat wave. So many, yeah, yeah. But it, and it, it it was interesting because during the COVID epidemic, they had to kind of start taking the same tact of bringing in refrigeration trucks and stuff like that just yeah. to to hold the bodies for processing. And it was, yeah, it was it was kind of strange seeing that on on U.S. streets. It reminded me yeah. of you know, Katrina or again the Chicago heat wave. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's wild what you have to do to keep bodies from rotting in the heat. Sometimes, or you can apparently just put them in with your ice cubes and uh, just let put them in be. your freezer. Yeah, <laughs> just you know, if if every household gives up their freezer space for one body, that would that would be really helpful. We checked it's the a, Constitution. There's nothing in there that says we can't make you store body in your fridge. It's like a war bond. Open up, except with your freezer. <laughs> Get them in there. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, so Tony's then became basically the city morgue. It was you know a huge overflow spot. They kept a ton of bodies there. Um, and then people stopped kind of coming to drink there after that. Because, like, there was a time when they were like, we know it's happening, yeah. but it's it's in the other part of the building. Yeah. It, it's it's not like that bar. Was, what's that bar up in Canada where, like, you drink from the... Oh, the Sour Toe? Yeah, the Sour Toe. Yeah. Like, there, there's you can have certain types of bars where, like, that's the image, you know, of, oh, it's so gross. And there's like a, Oh, he put the severed the toe of this yeah. dead person in this drink. That's yeah. no, it's Florida it's a cool does thing. not seem like the kind of place that supports such a bar. Like you've got I a lot of options. I don't think so. But again, Florida is, you know, I don't, it's hard to say what Florida does and does not support. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> so I don't want to, I don't want to cast any aspersions here. Who, who knows? Who knows? So anyway, so people stopped drinking so much. So the bar didn't do very well after that because there were just so many dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> uh, and also around, you know, refrigeration started to become more and more common. So yeah. there was less, there was ice less need business. for ice house. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. So between the ice house business diminishing and, um, and all these bodies, uh, people <laughs> were like, ah, I mean, I'll go drink somewhere else. So Tony's <laughs> went through a personal renaissance and in the 1890s, the building housed a wireless telegraph station. Oh, wow. Yeah, very fancy. Hmm. Uh, which actually was apparently, it was um, the most important communication hub during the Spanish-American War. Huh. Old Captain yeah. Tony's lobby. 
Yeah, so that's pretty good. Good on, good on you, mm-hmm. Captain Tony's. Uh, and it kept changing. In 1912, it became a cigar factory. Mm, okay. That lasted almost no time at all. And they said, you know what this should be instead? <laughs> a bordello. <laughs> Wait, with vampires? Yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, I'm sorry. Um, I have no idea what a bordello is. George Clooney showed up, and uh, and they went from dust to dawn. <laughs> it was great. Uh, like it's it's is bordello just like a just like a synonym for for flophouse I, I, I always i don't know i guess i mean, just, i i've never heard somebody I use the word so. bordello when they didn't mean no, also just, vampires so you like this i typed into google bordello and it autofilled of blood so <laughs> you see i don't i, I think i've I, never seen bordello of blood it's just i think this is one of those terms that just kind of became something else over the years unfortunately it's got a 5.4 out of 10 on imdb Angie Everhart is in it. And, it's and, passing uh, green. It's a D minus. Corey Feldman. Oh, is it Tales from the Crypt? Maybe I did see that. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> what is <laughs> Bordello, uh, Google's dictionary says, <laughs> this is great. Bordello. <laughs> the entire definition is a brothel. Oh, well. So. Oh, vampires. Yes. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> um, and then if you, uh, just, uh, just to, to put a neat bow on this, if you Google brothel, the Google dictionary definition is a mm. house where men can visit prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> so next time you need a good visit, you can go to a bordello. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so the bordello was the it became bordello, and that was very popular. People mm-hmm. liked that a lot. <laughs> they liked that idea. <laughs> it was a lot better than the stupid telegraph thing we were doing before. <laughs> there hasn't been so many stiffs in this building since the ice house. That's basically what they're saying. <laughs> Part of the thing with my back being thrown out is that it hurts so bad to cough. <laughs> so you so should thank you. You should probably not drink anything <laughs> while we're doing this show. Oh boy, it was very popular, and um, it was particularly popular with the Navy. And Makes in fact, sense. it was it was perhaps too popular ah. <laughs> with the Navy. <laughs> People in the Navy who would come to uh, the Keys mm-hmm. would just—I mean—they would fucking flock to this place. And it was becoming a real problem. So eventually officers made the bar off limits for sailors. And when that happened, they lost 80% of their business. <laughs> I mean, this it does, it does kind of bring an interesting question up. Like, would you rather go to the most popular brothel in town with that, you know, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or the least popular brothel in town? <laughs> it's a good question. It's, it's, I, it's a binary choice here. Just the, I, <laughs> Those are your options. (laughs) I think it's going to depend on why the least popular is the least popular. (laughs) I think that's going to have a big weight on my decision here. Yeah. Yeah. Least popular one, just clowns. And the most popular one. (laughs) They're just clowns. They all have syphilis. Yeah. Boy, that's tough. You know what? Let's check back in at the end of the episode. We'll see, we'll <laughs> we'll see, see what everyone this thinks. This all plays out. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, so they lost 80% of their business when the Navy said, you can't do that anymore. And that was devastating. So they changed mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. So this is changing hands time and time again. Um, and then Prohibition hits, mm-hmm. which was a – it returned to its speakeasy roots. Someone ran a speakeasy out of it for a while. Um, and it, then it ran for a while as a place called The Blind Pig – which, according to an article that I read, uh, specialized in, quote, (laughs) 
Gambling, mm-hmm. Women, and Hoover Gold. Who is that like a thing I will that the give women you do? One guess <laughs> about what Hoover Gold is. Hoover Gold. Hmm. Hoover Gold. I'm gonna say. Ooh. Um. I'm gonna say some sort of government assistance. That is wildly incorrect. Ah. It's it's bootleg rum, obviously. Bootleg rum? I mean, Hoover must have been president at this time. And rum must have been a big illegal. I don't. I mean, if, if, yeah, I mean, if if you're, if if it's pro, wait, is it still prohibition at this point? I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. I don't I don't have any I don't have anything else to add. I don't think so. I don't, I don't you're looking at me like I have more details. I do not. When I Google Hoover Gold, it shows me literally gold vacuums. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, so, I mean so so this Ho- is tough. Yeah. So Hoover he was the president during what? Like a good chunk of prohibition, right? I'm gonna say twenty nine to thirty three. Oh, you're on the same link I'm on. So um <laughs> So it, it you know it, it's it, it's like like Hoover Towns or anything like that you know so if you're in Florida what's the easiest what's the easiest spirit to, to distill in Florida I mean, you're not growing potatoes down there you're not growing wheat down there it's doing sugar cane yeah exactly so Hoover Gold um, yeah I guess that's true name it after the president mm-hmm. there's a little nice little fuck you mm-hmm. okay all right all right could I'm be, willing to buy that could be totally wrong as well could be like some some you know kingpin down there who's named hoover and well on this podcast we we make decisions and we run with them because we come up against so many different stories about what ghosts are that we just make decisions we support each other in this podcast if that's what you think hoover gold is then by god that's what it is anyway so it was that for a while and then prohibition ended um the vibe of the bar changed again in the 1930s, it was purchased by a man named Joe Russell, who called it Sloppy Joe's. <laughs> Which, <laughs> that's, yeah, for a certain demographic, it's probably a very nice. Place. I think you know, yeah, it, it's it's uh, it 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 really it really paints a picture. Mm-hmm. If you go to a bar called Sloppy Joe's, mm-hmm. you know what you're going to get. Yeah, you're going like to get that. terrible pizza. First off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely yeah probably in a microwave yeah you're gonna get uh watered down beer that's obvious you and will not get sloppy joes yeah the air conditioning is broken mm-hmm. and uh everyone's got to be up by 8 30 i'm sorry and the floor <laughs> I gotta go is to every time you're there the floor is stickier than it was the last time you were yeah. there <laughs> i think the name sloppy joes is actually still painted on the side of the building <laughs> <laughs> they love their history at uh captain tony's Let's see. God, and then 1940, it became the Duval Club. It was, and this was, this was a, this was a, this is an interesting time for this, uh, for this little little spot. It was decorated in the Victorian style. <laughs> Quick paint over the sloppy Joe sign. We're gonna go Victorian. <laughs> We're gonna leave that because that's classic. But everything else is uh, Victorian. Um, and it operated, uh, best I can tell, it operated mm. as an underground gay club. Mm. Okay. And uh, so maybe, according to at least maybe you could have left Sloppy Joe's up on the sign. I don't know. Yeah, I think I might be <laughs> okay. And according to at least one article that I read, uh, that is when the Navy boys came back. Ah, I okay. <laughs> boys, we have seventy-two hours in port. Where are you going to go? 
What about that old uh, weird bordello without the vampires? Mm. That's right. <laughs> so I get to the gay club now called Sloppy Josephines. I don't think we can go back there now. Uh, but again, so you know, the Navy, they're uh, the Navy mm-hmm. institution is on top of this. They're mm-hmm. they're keeping an eye. Mm-hmm. And once again, they said, no, no, no. Nope. It's on the list right here. Uh, it's on the list. And it was added back to the list. And they, uh, once again, lost their customer base. They had yep. to shut down in 1950. Victorian or no, I recognize this place. Can't sleep with women. Mm-hmm. Can't sleep with men. Mm-hmm. Can't sleep Just with vampires. Can't sleep with the vampires. <laughs> what, what does the Navy even stand for? Mm-hmm. Uh, so in 1958, that shut down. Uh, the Duval Club shut down. At which point... It was purchased by Captain Anthony Terracino. 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 Now, was he like a Navy captain or just like a Iona John Boat captain? I get the feeling that he was a very, <laughs> very strong John Boat captain. Okay. <laughs> he's, okay. He's got very big John Boat vibes. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. He's he's Captain Ron. Basically, is what we're looking at. Yes. Here. Okay. He, I I did not. I don't know for sure, but mm-hmm. I would bet my literal life that he <laughs> named himself captain. <laughs> uh, he's filling all the loan paperwork for the boat, and they're like, "You keep writing." captain in here yeah yeah that's i'm because i have the boat now i'm the captain (laughs) that's that's why i'm filling this out i'm the captain now uh so so he buys it 1958 one year after that which is not not very long another hurricane floods the streets of key west Mm -hmm. and uh captain tony's which is now officially the name Mm -hmm. gets just totally so it's flooded it's just drenched yeah the water at captain tony's saloon was so bad that the remains of 16 bodies buried on the property resurfaced. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Let's say you, Patrick, the entrepreneur Mm -hmm. that you are, you decide you're going to just throw caution to the wind. You're going to put it all on this bar. You're going to open a bar. Mm -hmm. In Key West, your retirement dream, it's everything you've ever wanted. Mm -hmm. Just relaxing, pouring drinks. Mm -hmm. Cash and checks. Cash and checks. It's very Mm -hmm. easy to own a bar, I think. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, one year later, there's a big storm and 16 skeletons (laughs) float (laughs) through the earth up to your yard. Um, What do you do? I think so. Step one. I think everyone does. Step one. You call your insurance adjuster and you say, <laughs> you say, hey, we covered for this. Yeah. You say, hey, Kevin. Um, So what would be the total for if the hurricane washes a body into the building? He says, oh, it's, you know, $15,000. So and it's, okay. And if and I and I can just multiply that by the number of bodies in here, right? And be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> never mind, uh, Kevin. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> now it's not the hurricane washed them into the bar. It's that the 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 ground beneath the bar got so saturated mm-hmm. that they rose up. They These were quicksanded. bodies that were yeah. buried on this property. So mm-hmm. this this bar was built on apparently a graveyard. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, with the ice house and the morgue and stuff like that, I mean, eventually. Like when a body starts to turn, you don't have a whole lot of options at that point. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But you do have a shovel. <laughs> uh, go now, dig a, a six-inch grave in the backyard. <laughs> lay the body very flat. pray that it never rains here in Florida. Kick sand on top of it until I can't <laughs> see it anymore. So, well, Tony, um, I guess Tony was, Tony was concerned 
when this happened <laughs> probably <laughs> not doing a lot for the atmosphere at old captain tony's right now yeah but he took a different tack than you did he did not call his insurance adjuster really he did what i think a normal sane person would do and he said you know we're going to expand anyway let's just bury them all in the concrete foundations of this new expansion that we're going to build oh uh, okay and so no joke they dug the footings for a new expansion mm-hmm. with a basement they tossed all 16 skeletons into the hole and covered them all with cement. I mean, this is, I thought this is better or worse than what I was thinking, like, the other option was. My thought was the other option was he was going to take all the skeletons and dress them up as pirates and hang them around the bar. That was my other God, thought. That's good. It's like the original um, Pirates of the Caribbean ride had mm-hmm. real skeletons. <laughs> and they really lost something and they replaced them, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, really, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but so he buries these skeletons, which I mean, sometimes on this podcast, we talk about, um, ways to make ghosts, <laughs> ways to make sure you're haunted. This feels, this feels pretty solidly like it belongs in that category of things yeah. now, but Tony, he's not stupid. He understands that. <laughs> he knows that if he throws 16 skeletons on their own into this, uh, cement footings, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's asking for trouble. Mm-hmm. So he does, uh, he, he does something that's very smart and he makes sure that, uh, before he pours the cement in, he also throws down a few dozen bottles of holy water oh. just to keep the ghosts at bay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. clever. Very Pretty clever. smart. Yep. Having said that, I don't think that's how holy water works. I think when it's contained, it's the least useful it's ever been. Now, maybe if he had made the concrete with nothing but holy water. See, that I mean, holy be, concrete. That is, the water that you put into the, yes, yeah. yes. You get your quick read, yeah. and you, the water is the holy water. That is going to, that's going to lock those ghosts up, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and this seems pretty, I mean, you call a priest over, you have him bless the bless the concrete truck when it's starting to pour and you're, you're good to go you're good to go yeah he did not do that he mm. was like these bottles of holy water are gonna do it <laughs> and so he threw some in there um spoiler alert for a little bit later in the episode it didn't work mm. now speaking of this expansion it, it was quite the project there were um there were a lot of trees on the property mm-hmm. that they want to expand to and one tree in particular was very old and therefore in the parlance of trees, it's mm-hmm. very large. It was so big, Tony decided that instead of removing that one, it would be easier just to build around it. Interesting. Okay. So he removed all the other trees, but this one was so fucking big. And in my mind, I picture, you ever see the movie Ernest Scared Stupid? Of course. Yeah. Obviously. This is what this tree looks like in my head. <laughs> it's this <laughs> giant tree with a troll living underneath it and with wooden statues of children. Um all up in the holes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's this big imposing tree. And so he just leaves it there. And that it, and that's the tree that is still there. Um, now, the thing about this big old tree is it's been a big old tree for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's always for, you know, for, for most of recent history, let's say last several hundred years, mm-hmm. it recent. has been the biggest tree. Yeah. It's, it's pretty yeah. recent. Well, yeah, I mean, in, in tree terms. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, trees, God, trees yeah. live for just ever. Mm-hmm. So in the last few hundred years, this was uh, this was kind of like the big tree on the block. And therefore, in the 1800s, it was very useful as a hanging tree. Ah, tree with a history. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. 
not unlike the uh, our uh, our Halloween episode where yeah. you uh, you shared the uh, Whaley House mm-hmm. hanging tree. Mm-hmm. It's a similar vibe. Mm-hmm. A tree that was used to hang, uh, by some counts, over thirty people. Mm-hmm. So, kind of, of a death. kind of a coincidence then that also beneath this tree, sixteen bodies wash up. Uh, I don't know if coincidence <laughs> is the right word. For it. it seems. I don't know. Um, prescribed, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. These, these, so just to, these bodies finally wash up and their spirit's like, oh, I'm free. I'm finally free. <laughs> no, no. Back in the basement you go. No, I got this bottle of holy water, so you're screwed. So just to recap at this point, we have a building that was a morgue. We have skeletal remains floating in the surface uh, just up to the ground. Being reburied in the foundation. We have a hanging tree preserved in the middle of the bar that is, again, mm-hmm. still there today. And did you sneeze? Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah, I muted it because I, I knew it was coming. I did not warn my my lower back about the sneeze, though. My lower back yeah. is like, oh, yeah, it's hospital time. I don't see any <laughs> tears. That's no. pretty good. No. No. <laughs> No, those will be for later. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Can you so, put off the hospital for another, I don't know, 45 minutes? We got 45 minutes? <laughs> Jesus. Wait, and it's, it's not just like he preserved the tree, you know, or like, you know, kept it standing. He's like, you know, I'm going to build the bar around the tree. I'm going mm-hmm. to enclose said haunted tree in building mm-hmm. yep. full of skeletons. And death. Yeah. Oh, this was a tree that they, they hung and killed a lot of people mm-hmm. from? Mm-hmm. I'm going to make that part of my whole thing. <laughs> This is mine now. Make that the essence of my business. I'm going to put cool little swings that you can sit at the bar (laughs) hanging off the tree. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be great. So I do that. But at least, I mean, I will say this. At least they didn't pull up the floorboards of the bar and find a tombstone under there. Though it turns out, actually, so at one point they pulled up the floorboards of the bar uh, while they were redoing it. And they did find a tombstone under the floorboards (laughs) of the bar. And that tombstone, no, no questions. And that tombstone read. Does Captain Tony know? And it read, the tombstone read, Elvira, daughter of Joseph and Susanna Edmonds, died December 21st, 1822, age 19 years, 8 months, and 21 days. They have Elvira's grave there? (laughs) The The Elvira. Elvira? (laughs) I got to see this. (laughs) That bar contained that cleavage i don't think so (laughs) so this was a very specific headstone um and it also predates the bar itself by 30 years Mm because the bar was the original building was built in 1852 Mm -hmm. and she died in 1822 so this is surprising Um, Somebody found some really cheap land that nobody was using for some reason. I'm going to build a bar on top of it. That does seem to be actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was like one grave on this plot, and they were mm-hmm. like, let's just build a building over it. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you want to do with the gravestone? I just kick it over. <laughs> <laughs> let's just build the floor high yeah. enough that it does it 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 graces the top, but uh, doesn't doesn't disturb it. Um, so it turns out, so Elvira is uh, a woman who, who she married very young at 15 years old. And she married a much older man who was known to be an alcoholic and who was known to be very abusive. Um, Now, she died at the age of 19, not because her husband made that happen, Mm -hmm. uh, but because she was hanged from the hanging tree 
for murdering the shit out of her abusive husband. <laughs> I mean, this seems like like two wrongs not making a right here, guys. I, yeah, it's, you, gotta, you gotta give some grace, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so they built this building over her grave, which is wild. And then incidentally, they also found a second tombstone under the floorboards during mm-hmm. this. This the, one wasn't attached to a grave. Mm-hmm. Um, was it for like Morticia Adams or something? <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is one that belonged to a woman named Morticia Adams. <laughs> yeah, this one woman named to uh, belonged to a woman named Reba Sawyer. Now Reba, who she she so Reba was married and had an affair with another man who was also married, and the two of them would rendezvous at the bar in uh, the uh, early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, that was their kind of tryst spot. Now, Reba died in 1950. Her husband knew nothing about her affairs. Um, but, he, you know, after she passed, her husband finally discovered her secret while, again, quote from an article I read, going through some old papers. <laughs> Best I can tell, he found some love letters between her and the mm-hmm. the the, um, the guy, the, the mm-hmm. other one she was having an affair with. And uh, they would talk about how they would meet at, Captain Tony's, hmm. and the husband was so angry that he drove to the cemetery where she was buried, and he yanked out her headstone out of the earth. He brought it to the bar in the middle of the night. He broke in. He pulled up some of the floorboards, and he threw the tombstone underneath the bar floor and told the owner the next day, this is where she wanted to be, so this is where she will stay. He does know how headstones work, though. Like, she's not in there. I don't know that Unless he it's... does know that. <laughs> so, okay. So, not sure how speak... the grave digger got her shoved in here. Sure is heavy like she was, so I'm sure this is it. My brother-in-law, Todd, works uh, with the VA, and he works for a, a cemetery for the VA. So he deals with a lot of people, you know, trying mm-hmm. to make arrangements for their veteran the veterans in their lives that they've lost. And <laughs> one time someone called and he was like, the guy who was on the phone was like, I want to, I want to know how do we, how do we get a good box cover? And my brother-in-law was like, what do you, what? It's like, how do we get a good box cover? He's like, what do you, what is it? What are you talking about? What is a box mm. cover? He's like, you know, it covers a box. He's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. And this guy, they, this went on for a long time until, Todd finally realized that he was talking about a tombstone that he called a tombstone a box cover. Mm. And so Todd said, do you mean a, do you mean a tombstone or a gravestone? And he said, I've never heard those words before. It's a box cover. <laughs> so, <laughs> what kind of fancy word you guys use for it? <laughs> you know, the thing it covers yeah. the box that yeah. you put the, the bones in. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, second question: Where can I find a cardboard box six foot in length? <laughs> um. So anyway, that happened. So between all the bodies floating up and uh, the hanging tree and Elvira's grave, and now this this tombstone. Yep. Yeah, it's impossible to tell which of these ghosts haunt Captain Tony's today. But Captain Tony's is quite haunted. Hmm. Now we do know that one of the ghosts that haunts Captain Tony's is uh, the so-called lady in blue. Hmm. Okay. 
her real name um, is uh, disputed, <laughs> but <laughs> but in the eighteen hundreds, she this is a woman who stabbed her husband and her two children to death, and the people of Key West did not they didn't like that. They did mm. not think that was okay. They have all kinds of laws down there. <laughs> so she was arrested. I mean, almost instantly, um, and uh, and and also tried instantly. Right. They said, we, you've done this. You're. Yeah. Your time is done here. They hanged her from the hanging tree. Yes, you do. And they did it so quickly. She was in the same blue dress that she was wearing when she committed the murders. Hmm. So it's a blue dress, but it's got red on it. Well, yeah. After yeah. the, after yeah. the stabbing. Yes. Mission a lot of stuff if, does. Yeah. And she now wanders the bar today. And if you see her, you will see her in a blue dress, which is why she's called Lady in Blue. Mm-hmm. You will also see the red because she's got red on it hmm. from uh, from all that that blood she is the ghost most frequently seen in the bar and many patrons have seen her um have seen her now there are other ghosts and again it's hard to say exactly where they come from yeah. because yeah. there are so many options <laughs> yeah. they don't wear name tags they don't answer a lot of questions yeah this isn't like a convention yeah we have to like do icebreakers and stuff yeah. <laughs> so it's hard to say um but the 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 bar where, where Captain Tony poured the footings for the basement that contains a pool room, which is what lots of sources called it. And I thought, is there an actual pool here, or like a billiards room? This is the question that I had in my head, and I thought, if it's like pools, that is a little brutal because like these people surfaced in water, and now I'm going to bury them next to <laughs> my water. Uh, but no, it is a billiards room. Okay. And if you play billiards at Captain Tony's, you are quite likely to feel temperatures that are so cold you will see your breath. Mm. You'll feel um, these kind of blasts of cold air coming from the walls um, where the you know 16 or so skeletons are buried. Um, you might also hear voices in the room. Many people do. Mm. Doors will open and close all on their own. And sometimes... Patrons will see ghosts standing near the corners of the room who disappear. As soon as you see them, they disappear. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one man who decided to inspect the hanging tree after a few drinks. He was going to go check it out because he'd heard it's a hanging tree and mm-hmm. it was haunted. So he walked up. He put his hand against the bark of the tree. Mm-hmm. His hand began to burn and smoke immediately. Oh, my gosh. The man is screaming. Screaming, screaming. They call the ambulance. The ambulance takes him to the emergency room. He had third-degree burns from just touching the tree. Wow. Um, and also, the women's bathroom is haunted. <laughs> I hear. <laughs> no, I yeah. saw it for myself. As soon as I walk in, nothing but screaming and howling and <laughs> gnashing of teeth. It's haunted as fuck. I don't know. The lady in blue in there. The lady in black in there. The lady in like houndstooth is in there oh, too. So many ladies. She's in there the angriest. They just so so mad, and they are vicious. Uh, no, the, so the stall doors will lock for no reason. They will open and close themselves all on their own. Voices are heard in there all the time. Um, so that is apparently the biggest hotspot of uh, paranormal activity where people have gone into the bathroom. They've heard voices talking in other stalls. Um, they've heard the doors open and close as if people leave those stalls. They've seen the doors themselves of the bathroom open and then close, but with no one walking through them. Hmm. So there is a lot of uh, hauntings happening at Captain Tony's now. 
and uh, it is one of the most haunted places in Florida. If you go, you uh, you might also I I couldn't find a lot of support for this, so I didn't want to really include it in the meat of this. But um, Ernest Hemingway spent a lot of time at this bar hmm. as a Key West person. Sure, that yeah, is not surprising one bit. Some folks will say that they uh, they have seen his ghost. I maybe that's true, maybe not. The other one is mm. though definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you go check it out, and it's wild. And uh, I so there's one addendum to this story that I think is very interesting. Mm-hmm. But before we get there, I think this is a good time to say that this, if you're if you if this is good and you liked it, then this is a good time to maybe go rate and review this podcast because <laughs> before we say this next part before we go to the next part now yeah. is the time to rate and review it because no this is a yeah no this is a cliffhanger part the next the the next the addendum is so good you're going to want to stick around for it so that means you have to stick around and listen to us say please go give us five stars <laughs> on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and if you don't it's well documented that patrick will do literally whatever you want to make this show better mm-hmm. you just have to leave it in a in a five-star review comment that's still true. Literally anything. I'll I'll even take a couple episodes off if you need me to. I mean, it's totally fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will just speak to the void, and it'll be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, if you would rate and review, that would be really great. Um, and tell your friends that this is a pretty fun, pretty fun show that people people like a lot. Mm-hmm. And tell them that, and say it with a straight face, and they might believe you. Mm-hmm. As for the addendum to the story, one of the sources that I read did point out that some people do not believe that Elvira's grave is legitimate, hmm. um, that she might not have actually been buried under the floorboards, and it was all a setup by Captain Tony. Mm-hmm. The skeptics say, and this is important, these are the people who say, no, 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 that's not a real... You know, that's not a body buried under your, right. your under your bar. These are the people who say what they think happened was Captain Tony planted the bones and the headstone under his floor after discovering a skeleton in the drywall of the bar. So, uh-huh. it's got to be the best place in the world. <laughs> Skeletons are rising out of the ground. Yeah. They are in the drywall. <laughs> there are ghosts everywhere. It's amazing. And I can't wait to go. And let's, this is our next trip. I, I mean, I mean, God bless Captain Tony. I mean, life keeps throwing him lemons. And he <laughs> is just, he is just making lemonade left and right. <laughs> he's really, he's really doing, he's, he is living the American dream mm-hmm. for sure. And that is the story of, uh, of Captain Tony's in Key West, Florida. There's nothing else to say about that, I guess. <laughs>